Hello friends, it's Sean here. It is Wednesday, it is the 18th of August and I hope you are doing well. Thank you for pressing play together. You and me and everyone else who's listening is going to take another step forward. And today we continue on our journey through Luke. I hope you're enjoying this journey through Luke. I hope you're enjoying listening to, to Jesus. It, um, it, it's quite something listening to his words, isn't it? We so often talk about him, but gee, it's lovely just to sit and listen to him, listen to him interacting with the people around him. It's um, shocking and wonderful and challenging, all wrapped up at the same time. But everything he says and everything he does, he does on his journey toward the cross, where he lays it all on the line for you and for me. So join me, friends, as we continue toward that destination, as we read together Luke chapter 13. Now there were some present at that time who told Jesus about the Galilean whose blood Pilate has mixed with the sacrifices. Jesus answered, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered this way? I tell you, no, but unless you repent, you too will all perish. Or those 18 who died when the tower of Siloam fell on them, do you think they were more guilty than all the others living in Jerusalem? I tell you, no, but unless you repent, you too will all perish. Then he told this parable. A man had a fig tree growing in his vineyard, and he went to look for fruit on it, but did not find any. So he said to the man who took care of the vineyard, For three years now I've been coming to look for fruit on this fig tree and haven't found any. Cut it down. Why should it use up the soil? Sir, the man replied, leave it alone for one more year and I'll dig round it and fertilise it. If it bears fruit next year, fine. If not, then cut it down. On the Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues and a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her, and immediately she straightened up and praised God. Indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, the synagogue leader said to the people, There are six days for work, so come and be healed on those days, not on the Sabbath. The Lord answered him, You hypocrites! Doesn't each of you on the Sabbath untie your ox or donkey from the stall and lead it out to give it water? Then should not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has kept bound for eighteen long years, be set free on the Sabbath day from what bound her? When he said this, all his opponents were humiliated. But the people were delighted with all the wonderful things he was doing. Then Jesus asked, What is the kingdom of God like? What shall I compare it to? It is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his garden. It grew and became a tree, and the birds perched in its branches. Again he asked, What shall I compare the kingdom of God to? 
It is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 30 kilograms of flour until it worked all through the dough. Then Jesus went through the towns and villages, teaching as he made his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, are only a few people going to be saved? He said to them, Make every effort to enter through the narrow door, because many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able to. Once the owner of the house gets up and closes the door, you will stand outside knocking and pleading, Sir, open the door for us. But he will answer, I don't know you or where you come from. Then you will say, We ate and drank with you, and you taught in our streets. But he will reply, I don't know you or where you come from. Away from me, all you evildoers. There will be weeping there and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourselves thrown out. People will come from east and west and north and south and will take their places at the feast in the kingdom of God. Indeed, there are those who are last who will be first and first who will be last. At that time, some Pharisees came to Jesus and said to him, Leave this place and go somewhere else. Herod wants to kill you. He replied, Go and tell that fox, I will keep on driving out demons and healing people today and tomorrow, and on the third day I will reach my goal. In any case, I must press on today and tomorrow and the next day, for surely no prophet can die outside Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often have I longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were not willing. Look, your house is left to you desolate. I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus, you are so clear in your plan and your goal and your intention and your hope that every single person can be reconciled to you and saved. And we know it pains you that People choose to turn their backs on you and walk away. Jesus, help us continually make a decision every day to turn toward you and to love you and to be loved by you. And as we turn toward you and step toward you, help us shine with your love and your kingdom so that the people in our lives can't help but notice that there's something special about the way we get to live. Help us point people to you Jesus fill us with your presence and your grace so that people can be amazed by the gift that you have given us thank you Jesus for your love your acceptance and your sacrifice for us we love you and we appreciate you and in your precious name we pray amen <laughs>